Blog Talk Radio. Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. Hope this beat got your head nodding. It's not your head Wednesday. Uh. You checking for hip hop or checking for R&B? Not your head Wednesday, got the fix you need. No matter the genre, they play the latest and the greatest. These late showing love to all the independents. Middle finger the industry declaring independence. Word to the prodigal son, logical one. Bringing dope in the views, honest reviews. Art swinging and but always keep the fellas on. Helping us understand a real woman's point of view. Word to the people, intelligent rhetoric. They keep us in the loop, but what's current in the news? Wednesday Days of seven, tune in and relax. If you ain't in the crib, tune from the app. Six, stay locked on the Wednesday night. Set aboard Zell One, it's time to go live. Started at the bottom, now we on top. Haters act foul, but I can see him on the flop. Got the means, got the watch, got the loop, got the watch. Someone's shed in my pocket, got my jeans about to pop. Fasting all day, down the flow, don't stop. Got your cow one, airwaves don't lock. We need a competition sitting in the grave pot. And if you disagree, we'll leave you in the same spot. Check, check. Mike, check. One, two. Yo, we are in here. Well, at least I'm in here. This is your boy. Logical. I'm in the building. Um. Another Wednesday, Wednesday 23rd, 2019. Man, a lot of craziness happened this week, last week. A lot of craziness going on for the new year, 2019, man. I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. It's a lot of brothers out here raping. Um, We had that whole spill, man, about a week ago, man. Um, I had the show I was discussing the whole R. Kelly Nonsense, man. It's just too much going on, man. And I'm I'm not understanding, man. I'm not understanding. Um, tonight on the show we have the legendary uh, Daddy O from the legendary group Step Stephanie and um, he'll be coming in. We'll be chit chatting up with him, man. I got some new music coming up for you, man. I got plenty of new music coming for you, though. So, man, don't even get that twisted, man. Had a good weekend last weekend, man. We got to kick it with Ob Trice, me and Divine. I'm waiting on him to check in shortly, but uh, we got to kick it with Ob Trice, man. Um, at a little party out here, or a lot of concert he had out here in Chicago, and um, uh, we got to kick it with the brother, man. Um, interesting, um, event. Um, wasn't that many people there because we had, uh, you know, we had problems with the snow going on, but the brother still came out and performed, did his thing, and it was just interesting, man. I can't even front, man. It, I, it was good to see that show. I had never been to an Obi Trice show before, and uh, me and Divine went and checked it out, man, and um, it was a dope show, man, regardless of the attendance there, man. Like I said, the snow wiped it out, man. We had a snowstorm out here in Illinois, and um, it killed a lot of action, man, the next day, man, because it was cold and um, a lot of fucking snow, man. But it, it was a good show, man. I ain't even going to trip, man. I ain't even going to act like it was fucked up, man. Um, he was drunk as hell, <laughs> so he lived up to his, ne- to his name, no gimmicks. Uh, yeah, it, it was a dope show, man. We going to check out uh, another legendary group, man, this Saturday, man. It's Promontory in Chicago. 
Uh, Kid and Play will be in town, man. So if you don't know about that, man, check out my uh, Instagram. Check out my um, Facebook page for Naja Head Radio, man. I got the flyer posted up in there, man. And um, it'll be a pajama jam at the Promontory on Saturday uh, this coming weekend. Come check that out, man. Um, like I say, man, a lot of crazy shit was happening, man. Last week, this week, man, a lot of crazy shit going on um, this month in general. But what I'm trying to do, man, I'm going and um, I'm going to refresh the studio, man, because I'm having technical difficulties, and I shall return. So give me a second. You're going to hear a little, you know, um, silence for a minute, but I'm going to refresh the studio because it's lagging. And um, let me put this out, man. The guest call in for tonight if you want to chit-chat with us, man, 646-668-2574. That is the um, guest call in. And it looks like uh, my man Divine had just kicked in, man. He, he in here. Hold on one second. Let me see if we can get him to talk this weekend, man. You know, Divine, the cider brother, man, you know. He wasn't the cider catch, man. But you get him riled up, man, he'll slit your throat. And you won't even know he was there, man. But that's that's how crazy he is, man. Dude got warrants. Um, you wouldn't even know that, <laughs> that dude killed people, man. Yo, you in here, man? What's going on, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cold Wednesday night. That's right. I hear you loud and clear. Yeah, you ain't lying. It's a cold Wednesday night, man. I had to travel in that foolishness this morning, man. Craziness. Craziness. As we all did to go to work today, man. But y'all probably had a better drive than I did. Because uh, I was slip sliding away up in this joint, man. But, yo, give me a second, mm-hmm. Divine, man. I'm about to refresh the studio real quick. And um, okay. we're going to get into it, man. So let me refresh, and we'll be right back. Hold tight. Okay, we back. Um, can you still hear me, Divine? Yeah. Okay, man. Sums go up with the studio, man. So yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, sums up with the studio tonight, man. So if we uh don't sound a one hundred, man, it is what it is, man. We 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 doing our thing, man. So uh, let me start off, man. I got some new stuff, man. Um, you know, with Showbiz and uh this cat named David Bars. I got some new Conway and Rock Marcy. Most definitely got some new Starface, man, and uh. Starface has got a new album coming out, man, with Ghostface. And, um, you know, he did the same thing uh, last year with uh, MF Doom. So I got some Ghostface and Zarface. Um, got some Elzai, Roscos, and Large Pro, Pro in this joint called Reaganomics. Um, got a group called The Good People. They got a couple of uh, um, people on their album, man. They got an album out. This group called The Good People. Um, they got uh, guest appearances, Large Pro, uh, Sadat X. Uh, crazy enough, man, Positive K came out with some new shit, man, with MC Light, man. Wasn't expecting that, man. Him and MC Light got a new joint coming out. Um, I, I got some shit for you tonight, man. I got some new Smith & Wesson. Uh, of course, I got uh, music from uh, Steph Sonic. I got Tree and Vic Spencer. Um I got some shit for you, man. And I, and I got the core mega again, too, man. If you didn't have it uh, here last week, we're going to play it again this week. And um, we're going to let y'all check it out, man. So we got some shit for you, man. Um, like I say, I, I ain't going to talk a lot of shit, man. I want y'all to hear this one joint, man, before we get started, man. I had posted this shit up on uh, Facebook, man, um, the other day, man. Plies came out with a joint, man, called Drip for Sale. 
And uh, this is some funny shit, man. Uh, the video that I posted, man, it was a fan-made video, man. If you want to see it, man, check it out. It's on either um, Naja Head Radio or Naja Head uh, on Facebook. And you could probably see the video on YouTube by Plies, man, Drip for Sale, man. I don't play a lot of trap, man, on the show, man, but this shit was kind of funny to me, man, especially when I saw the video, man. And um, I'm going to let y'all listen to this joint, man. It's called Drip for Sale. It's by Plies, and we're going to be right back after this joint go off, man. So I'm going to let y'all check this out, man. Peep this shit, man. Nod your head. video. His his real video for this is just as crazy as the one 
Well, I ain't gonna say it's just as crazy as the one I saw the fan made, but that shit was crazy though. So we got a new vocal point, a, a, a vocal hostess on with us, man. We got my girl Indigo, and let her introduce herself to y'all, man, so y'all can, you know, she may or may not decide to hang with us every other Wednesday, but it's always good to have fresh voices. So James, silent man, <laughs> that's my silent Bob of the hip hop, man. <laughs> Go that's and introduce yourself, right next lady. Well, hey, what's going on? My name Indigo. I DJ. I'm a ball player, but I love hip hop. So I grew up under the uh, hip hop pop. I was born a '70s baby, so uh, I was raised around hip hop. And uh, right now, I'm working with young people. You know, so it's uh, it's always a, a cool thing to be able to see what the present talking about, but yet at the same time, you throwing back into, especially with music and hip hop, because that's real uh, big in uh, young people today. That's all they do. They tune in. They always programmed and plugged in. So uh, for music to be their portal, because that's their that's they first. Music is their first number one thing they focus on to be able to um, just sit back and talk about uh, real talk with music and how it influenced the uh, young people and at the same time society and how that's a, a avenue that we kind of let slip, drop the ball on a little bit. So for me, I'm always that person in the hallways with them young people trying to make sure they get fed a little bit, uh, some some root stuff, some things that's foundational so they can understand why the music has changed, even just to understand where it changed from in the timeline because a lot of times people don't go back to that. So I'm just that one little person that's trying to feed them off the stuff that I was raised around and on. That's what's up, man. We need that. We most definitely need that, man. And, and trying to at least somewhat educate, you know, the youth in general, man. And uh, you make know, them students to feed the mentality. You yeah, know? make them students. It, they don't know to be a student because they've been told to obey in high school. You know what I mean? And it's not that we got fed. We was we was learning stuff. You know, even if we rejected it, you you took it home with you. These kids don't know to take it home with them regardless of what's being done in the lesson. And so that's big, especially through music, because music is, I told you, like, that's all they do. They come through my um, room all day, and that's all they have is music in their head. They told me they can't work and do schoolwork without music. So if it's that important, at least let's feed them a little bit. Not to disregard the music that's of today, sure. but at the same time to kind of uh, give them an opportunity to understand. Because when you teach, they can teach. You know what I mean? Because just imagine if nobody's telling that story. Then guess what? The story's going to get told. And all they have is what they know of the present day. So that's big. That's what's up, Miss Indigo. I, I, I like that. That's what's up. Jay, she done said more shit than your ass to say Period, nigga. <laughs> what's wrong, Jay? <laughs> See? See? We just can't somewhere sleeping, man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Man, he tell you, man, we went to the OB Trice show, man, uh, last Saturday. And, you know, the weather fucked it up. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm, surprised he ain't t- t- said nothing about it, man. I was laid up there on the couch sleep, man, during the show, man, while we was waiting on it, man. The doors open at uh, 6 or 7 o'clock, man. I think 7 o'clock. I got him early, man. I got to his crib about 5.30, man, picked him up. We got there in the snowstorm, man. Uh, you know, after the snowstorm, but it was cold as fuck. We got there, and um, you know, we was early birds, man. We was like a f- couple of people was in there, man. And I thought it was gonna turn out a little bit better with more people, man. But we got there early, man. So we sat our asses there 
from like about 7.30 and listened to this DJ that was playing, man, and um, we just sat there, man, and I nodded off on him, man. I was, I, we were sitting right there. That's terrible. You know, the stage was like, and we, I nodded off, man. He was up. <laughs> he got hungry, man. He went and got something to eat, man. I, I was sitting there chilling, man. Bathroom was funky, man. He he let me know what was going on in the bathroom. He walked up in the bathroom. He said it smelled like kapussy and shit up in there. But dussy. And, um, but dussy, kapussy, it, 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 whatever it was when I went in that motherfucker, man, it wasn't because nobody had shitted in there. It was just the urinals, man, was just awful, man. It, 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 it they smelled they like they straight change those little slits. They, they had these things they supposed to it, change. They don't change. They didn't change those they things. They supposed to be something drop in there. They ain't have, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they ain't have been there, but it was horrible, man. So, you know, we, we sat up in there. And he finally got on stage. The cat didn't get on stage, man, till like 12 o'clock, man. And we, we watched, you know, some other uh, – well, there was only one other act on before him, man. And um, I say it, it, it was cool when he got on. I wasn't tripping because, like I said, I had never seen Obi Trice perform. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually checking to um, – I wanted to hear uh, uh, the setup, man, but he he put on a good show. I ain't gonna front, man. For the handful of people that was up in there, man, he put on a dope show. It was just, you know, it was lackluster, man. Not his show per se, but the event was lackluster because nobody was there, man. The snowstorm killed it, man. It and and then too, uh, right, hey, how long y'all wait for before they came on? Shit, from seven to twelve, almost what five oh, hours? Terrible. Yeah, that's a part time yeah. job, man. So that's why we, yeah, that's why we were laying there snoozing, man. <laughs> that's was, a part time job. Man. I was supposed to work out, snoozing. pay some bills, check some emails, did, man. Before he went on, they did have one of the best DJs I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and see, that's yeah, that was crazy. DJ. You get a good DJ, then it doesn't matter because they vibing. That's what I used to love about the uh, I think I, what's that? The sh- the shrine when they used to have it. Uh, one time I went and the DJ yeah. was so nice, boy. He had us geek before we even got to. Uh, matter of fact, it was ten bucks too. That's who it was. It was ten bucks. He had kids, Yeah, he. I'm telling you, he um had us so geek by the time Big Daddy came. Come on, we was just ready for the the show to kick off, but he had kept us comfortable, you know. Yeah. Well, nobody thinking about nothing Jaya, but waiting on Big Daddy. He over there I mean, he took us through. Though, that DJ, look, he was okay, he but he through, wasn't uh, the greatest. He took us through a timeline, though. He took us yeah. through a timeline, you know what I'm saying? So we had a chance to go, ooh. You know when you standing and you vibing to somebody and ain't nobody on stage and everybody making noise as if you watching a performer? That's, can't beat that as a DJ. That's your whole no, purpose. Yeah, like I said, yeah, Jai is exaggerating. That DJ, he 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 was okay, but he he wasn't the greatest guy. <laughs> he he did what he had to do. He earned his pay that night. I'm assuming. That so, guy went through. Yeah, that that that, that was a, that was music, it was a dope show. I, yeah, yeah. He said he did some time traveling too fast, a, huh? He did. He played Tenny Bopper. He wasn't even time traveling. Yeah, he. he yeah, yeah. Like I say, it, it, it was a dope show, man. I, I, I ain't, it ain't nothing against Obi, man. But you know, like I say, the snow killed him. Man. Mm-hmm. Now, which one of y'all is digging through shit, man? What is y'all looking for, man? What you looking for? Oh, you heard what that? What you looking for? That yeah, was in my pocket. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> what you got in your no, pocket? You, you got some pots and skillets in your pocket. 
No, you know what I did? I was moving stuff. I had just finished uh, doing my laundry real quick before I jumped on with y'all. She's digging through the Hold on, we got a caller, man. Hold on. Yeah, talk, talk it out. We got a caller. Hold on one second. Yo, yo. Nigeria Radio, who's calling? Hello? That's me, that's me. Oh, okay. Hold on. Somebody else called. Hold on. I'm listening to this post school track from uh, All right, we're going to get into it right now, man. My man daddy is here, man. I wouldn't expect it until the next hour, man, but he here early, man. That's what's up, man. What's going on, daddy You know, I, it's probably my fault because I'm in Houston, so I get all mixed up. I'm like in the middle. So when you're in L.A., you understand okay. it, but when you when you're in the middle, Pacific time is crazy. My bad. That's what's up, sir. It ain't no bad, man. Earliness is good, too, man. So, for you guys that are not familiar with the Professor Daddy-O, my man was in the legendary hip-hop band, Stethosonic. And with that, man, I'm going to let him give you guys an educational course about the group. I could talk about it, but it's better to hear from the legend himself, my man Daddy-O. Could you please enlighten the youngsters of who you are? And to me, I consider y'all one of the first big groups because y'all, it was a lot of y'all. Y'all was like the first Wu-Tang. So it was a lot of y'all. They don't do that no more. They don't have a lot of groups like that. Could you please enlighten the youth on who you are and what you did for hip-hop? Well, we... um. We were we we like to we like to use the terminology the first hip hop band. Mm-hmm. Um, we started started about I guess we started me and Delight started pulling together about about eighty two. We started pulling it together. We we're one of the few groups. The Fat Boys was another one, but we're one of the few groups to ever get a record deal from a contest. We won a contest. And when we won the contest, we actually won first, second, and third prize. So all all of the labels wanted us. Um, we ended up going with Tommy Boy because we thought that was a little bit more hip-hop for us. Probably put out the first single in 84, um, first album 85, mm-hmm. and then we made consecutive albums through, through that all the way up until like 91, 92. Um, we still tour. We actually getting ready to do a bunch of overseas runs. Um, and I think the coolest thing about about our band is all of the stuff that came out of it, right? So we we have, we're a band by ourselves. We made some great records. We made some big hits, but then we also spawned a lot of stuff that came out. So what comes out of that is me producing top billing for Milk D and Giz, and Prince Paul producing De La Soul, and then Prince Paul and Fuquan going on with RZA and making the Grave Diggers, and Paul going into doing Handsome Boy modeling. So you know. We was just as much a laboratory as we were a band. So at the same time that we're performing and making records on our own, we're also learning how to be producers and and record company executives and all of that. So we 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 created this kind of training ground. And then you know a lot of people came through us. A lot of people came through us. I mean it's much more than just the audio too, and and um, they are so. But a lot of people came through us. You know we. We're pretty connected in the industry. 
Yeah, I, I could imagine, man. It, it, like I said, it is it, a lot of stuff that um, came from you guys, man. Um, you know, you know, Fuquan and and Prince Paul. We actually had a chance to uh, kick it with Prince Paul, man, over the summer, man, um, 2018, and we kicked it with him. He was out of DJ in Illinois, so we oh, that okay. was a, that was a nice treasure for us, man. We we enjoyed. Oh, that's it, dope. That's dope. I yeah yeah yeah. I myself and um. John, man, we grew up listening to Stephasonic, man, and um, uh, it, it was a lot of talent in that group, man. I, I mean, you know, you guys had some hits, man, and a lot of people, man, remember that, man. I, I could actually say, man, I, I enjoy what you guys put out, man. I enjoyed the energy that you guys put out, man. It, that was that was some, some dope times, man, coming up through the 80s, man, growing up listening to y'all. And uh, then to hear you on the self-destruct, I think you was the first vocal voice on that, wasn't you? On the self-destruction album. No, Delight, Delight uh-huh. was the second, and then me and Wise was in the middle, and then Fuqua was on the end. The interesting part about self-destruction mm-hmm. when it comes to us is that as far as the concept of real estate, we actually have more real estate than anybody else, right? Because mm-hmm. Boogie Down Protection is the second because they had three people. They had KRS, Miss Melody, and D-Nice, but we actually had mm-hmm. four people Mr. on Peace, that Mel. Yeah. So, That's dope, yeah. man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, know, was, I, I remember it was, it was your boy distinctly, though. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a good time. We still, we still do that. We, we do self, we do self-destruction in the show too. It works out because you know we all land, and you know, so that works out as well. And we actually in the studio right now. Finally got the guys to, you know, start getting getting it together. You know me, I've been putting out records, but I've been trying to get them to rhyme and rhyme. So I'm, I finally got them where I think I want them. <laughs> so it's good. Mm-hmm. So we we starting to work on some new stuff, and it's, it's sounding good. I like it. I like it. I like the direction. Nope. I, I like what we're doing. And when can we hear uh, uh, some of the new stuff you got coming out? You guys got anything posted any, uh, anywhere? Any MP3s coming out? Um, No, I mean, yeah, you, we'll know. I mean, you'll know because, I mean, we're, we're all over the Internet. So you'll know when we drop. Um. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on a, a couple of mixes, um, but we will have something available. We run. We we starting out our European run in March, so we'll mm-hmm. definitely have something available before we do the before we do the European run. I mean, I, I you know I I rather mm-hmm. be quicker than than later. But with guys like us, you know, we don't rush records because we never was taught to rush records. Like we didn't we didn't come up in a a new generation of like Pro Tools and I mean we use all those things now but we didn't come in, in that generation right. so you know for us it's you know it's ready when it's ready you know I mean but it's a beautiful thing to be able to do things as speedily as people do it now and I do that with my solo career like I'll I'll put something out today like I make videos every week I, you know what I mean like you know it's that's dope but. When it comes down to the band, it's a little different because I think there's more people involved, and then the concentration of a masterpiece is a lot more prevalent with with those kind of bodies in the room. You know, with Prince Paul being the established producer that he is, with me being the established producer that I am, with Bobby still producing records, and you know, so we, you know, that just the concept of a masterpiece becomes more prevalent in the room. So. You know, it'll be ready when it's ready, but at least I can say I know before March we'll have it ready. I can't tell. I don't know the date, but, I, you know, I'll make sure I keep it posted. 
Yeah, we. I'm gonna have to keep in contact with you. I got your mask on, so I, I, I'm gonna have to keep in contact with you. Find out when no it doubt, is. No doubt. When you guys are gonna have some tour dates and stuff like that. Now, let's rewind it a little bit, okay? Now you you said that you guys did production for Audio Two. Um, I never heard that before, man. How did that come about? Um, we were doing a, a release party for the first album, On Fire, and um, you know, Audio Two Light and um. Nat Robinson, which is Milton Gibbs' dad, you know, they were there. Like, you know, a lot of people were there for for that release party. And the audio, too, prior to the whole first priority thing coming together, had a record out called I Like Cherries. And at that time, I remember Delight that. was staying with me. So Delight was staying with me, and he used to go, but they didn't play it. They didn't play I Like Cherries on, like, the hot nights, like on the Fridays and the Saturdays. But Red Alert had a Wednesday night at at this, you know, renowned hip-hop club called the Latin Quarter, and he used to play it on Wednesday nights. And Delight used to come home and sing in it. He used to come to my crib, you know, he was staying with me for a little while, and he used to come to the crib, and he always singing this I Like Cherries record. And I was like, oh, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah. I said, is it a rap record? He said, yeah, it's kind of rap, but it's a little different, like a guy talks and a guy raps. And so finally one night I went out with him, and I heard the song. And I, I felt how he felt about it. I said, man, that's dope. Like, it's a new concept, but it's dope. So when we were having our release party for the On Fire album, um, I saw the, the audio too, and their dad and, like, walked past me. And I told somebody, grab him. And they grabbed Milk. And I said, yo, if you ever want somebody to produce y'all, man, I'm down. And he was, you know, he was all giddy, ran back to his dad. Daddy don't want to produce us. Daddy don't want to produce us. So the first record I did on First Priority, I did for Positive K. I did Paz K's first single, Quarter Grand Pam. That was the first record I did. That was when I, you know, just getting adjusted to working with Nat and his label and stuff like that. And then after that, I started working on some other records for the audio, too. So I was working on a... I was really working on this this A side record, which was the first single called "Make It Funky," and during that process, we ended up developing top billing. And when Milk finished writing the rhymes, he asked me if it was too short, and I said, "No, it's perfect." Because what we're gonna do is we're not gonna tell anybody that that record is there. We're gonna service this record as "Make It Funky" as the A side, and guys like Red Alert gonna feel like they found the record. And I was right. And he was like, should I make it longer? And I was like, no, because the timing on the record is perfect. It's the time of a PSA almost. Most most radio stations play commercials longer than that song. And so you're going to get more play than most people. And I was right about that, too. So, um, that's but that's, how, that's how, you know. I never heard that. That's how we, yeah, that's how we, that's how we came on with, with the top billing. And we, I mean, we did it on four track, and I kept it on four track. It, you know, top billing is a very interesting um it's an interesting concept in production. It, it, it taught me a lot. So when I went on to produce some of the big names like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Mary J. Blige and all these people that I ended up producing, I kept that in mind that it's always about the song. And it's it's probably a little bit more about texture and mood than it is pure mm-hmm. sonics. You know, because we we had this great song that we had did on the four track and they were like, should we take it into the big studio and redo it? And I was like, no, there's no reason to take it in the big studio and redo it. 
it sounds great like it is now. All we got to do is take it to her powers and get it mastered and let's put the record out. And I was correct. And, and so that taught me, you know, throughout my production career, regardless to who I work with, whether I work with Jeffrey Osborne or, or third world as a reggae group, or it doesn't, it didn't matter. B-52s, all the people that I work with, I always remember that. So, yeah, sounds are different. When you're making a rock record, it's a little different than making a rap record. When you're making a reggae record, it's different than making a rock record. But you you, you want to use your ears and not your eyes. And that's some of the things that I noticed today's producers, a lot of them miss that as a concept. You know, they're, they're caught up on what machines they're using and what plugins they're using, and they're not getting used to doing it with their ears. And sometimes you wonder mm-hmm. why modern music doesn't remain on the radio for long periods of time, and that's why. It, it, it goes away as quick as they made it. Yes, they, they brag about, oh, man, I wrote that rhyme in one day. I wrote that rhyme in one hour. We did that record in three hours. But then you kind of have a three-hour lifespan on those songs. You know, when you go back crazy, to the '80s, Dougie Fresh, Stetsasonic, um, uh, Eric B and Rakim, Houdini, Run DMC, and those records, we still rock the clubs every time, every night. So if Flex, if Flex plays a party tonight in New York, yeah, he's gonna play. The new whatever, the new Locks record, the new Future record, the new, it don't matter, Trippy Red, whoever's out, he going to play that. But the sweet spot of any hip-hop party is us. It always yeah, goes back to us and the basics, and that's where everybody, exactly. That's the sweet spot. And and the only other sweet spot, I, I, I've been having this conversation with people about the golden age because they love to call us the golden age. I said, maybe we need to start talking about more than one golden age because Big and Pac and them had a golden age. It's not us. Yeah, they were they was all part but of They it, had man. a golden I mean, age. They, they really did have yeah, their own golden age. Right in that little 90s area, they had some really cool stuff happening there. Right, that's common making. I used to love her. That's some naughty by nature in there. That's some pop. That's some biggie. So it's some good golden age. But that's kind of where it ended in terms of the Sonics. That's kind of where people mm-hmm. kind of turned off their ears and put their eyes on it. Says, oh, I got to get this mm-hmm. machine. I got to make sure it doesn't go past the red. I got to do this. I got to do that. And that's when the music. You could tell with the music, even when I talk to young people and I play something for them, they say, wow, why does it sound so big? I said, because we were making it big. You guys don't make big records. You guys make the biggest thing that y'all got on your records is the sound of an 808, and you're not even using the real machine. You're using an 808 sample. Still, my record on fire knocks and beats out any 808 record that you would ever hear. The way Paul put that together is ridiculous. Don't get so me talking about on fire, man. Don't get me started with that record. Yeah, that's a, that's man. an interesting record for us because man, um, that record. Yeah. that's an interesting record that for us because out? down south, when we toured down south, uh-huh. we we couldn't believe that they wanted to hear on fire because we were touring, but we were the opening act, so we only had fifteen twenty minutes at the top. So we doing Ghost Stetson and a few of the other records. That's when we only had the on fire album. And when we got to Miami, they was like, yo, 
you got to do on fire. And we all looked at each other like, do you really believe that they're asking for on fire? But they were like, yo, that's crazy. Like, because everybody, Houston, all of them, it was like the bass. You know what I'm saying? They loved the bass. Like, they, they loved the 808. Like, in New York, it was a dope record. It was it was, it was was good to us, you know, because it was the title track of the album and all that. But it wasn't getting that kind of play. New York wasn't really on it, like, you know what I mean? But every mm-hmm. other place we played, it was crazy. We had to change our show up and put on fire in the show. That was nuts. So- yeah. So saying that, Daddy O, uh, I got a quick question for you. Um, I work with a lot of young people. I'm Indigo, and uh, we focus right. hip hop, and I always take them to the root of it. You guys are that foundation, and from that era. Um, what is it that you? What's one thing that I can take back to them from you, from your experience that you see in today's music that's happening? Just almost like what you just said about they they looking at an 808 sample and not knowing what an 808 is. What would be uh, a few things that you I can take back to them? so that they can understand the, the homework of it, because they don't do homework. You know, they got the Google well, for the I homework. Well, I, I, say, I say this, right? And, and mm-hmm. I, I'll say this, and then I'll tell you what it is. I always okay. say, and, and, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm just trying to be basically real. Because I own no. both of these guns, I can talk about this. So I always feel like when, right. when we were making records, we had a 32 revolver with five bullets in it. And mm. every time we shot that gun, we had to hit something. We couldn't when mm. we only had five bullets. I no, feel I, like these young people got a Mac 11 clip with a banana clip. I'm talking about extra. And they missing. And that's crazy because mm. all of the things that they have as tools are phenomenal. That's what I use when I'm making my new music. I mean, that's why I can I can penetrate like this because – I mean, the tools are there now. The tools weren't there for me. So that's, I'm going to say that. But my, my, my biggest thing with young people and what I try to get across to them is the concept of having heroes. Because no man is an island. And you will hear that, and you will hear people say there's nothing new under the sun. And you will hear a ton of adages that, that, that reflect that. And it's true. You, 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 you couldn't think about Kobe not thinking about Jordan. And you couldn't think about Jordan not thinking about Dr. J. And you that's couldn't right. think about Dr. J not thinking about Will Chamberlain. That's or Dave, that, that's or, or Dave the Busher. Right? It was all there's always heroes. So a lot of people ask us, Oh, how you know, you ask me, you ask Big Daddy Kane, you ask MC Light, Dougie Fresh, all these people, Slick Rick. How how come your music sounds like that? Because we had great heroes, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't only flashing them. But it was also James Brown, big hero of hip hop. You know, um, George Clinton, big hero of hip hop. So, so mm-hmm. when you first heard the Chronic album, that's just Dre saying, "I love you, George." Yep. I, 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 I'm thank you for everything that you gave me. Cause that joint starts off boom, 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 and and it's undeniable because mm-hmm. it's funkadelic. It's undeniable. Right. And so. And so that's the one of the hardest parts for young people to get their head wrapped about is they don't have heroes. This is why a guy like J. Cole is so big. It don't mean J. Cole is that dope, even though I love him. But I don't give him this, oh, he's a number 10. You know, come on. He's, he don't touch my canes or my Melly Mel's or my Rakim's in my head, right? But mm-hmm. at least he studies. 
This is why Kendrick could last for as long as he did is because at least he studies. And that's the mm-hmm. problem with most young people is that they don't have heroes. And then mm-hmm. makes sometimes sense. they Great may analogy. have heroes. They Sometimes they do have heroes, but the heroes don't go back further enough. Mm-hmm. And it just it doesn't make sense for that. You know what I'm saying? It really doesn't make sense for you not to have because so I, I, I had a conversation um, not too long ago, and I did an interview that went viral. But one of the things mm-hmm. I said in the interview was, I believe, and you know, with this whole new set of music that I'm doing and all of that, I said I believe that I'm a much better MC now than I ever was, and I and, and I think it's a very simple concept, right? When I first started mm-hmm. rapping, I could only listen to Flash and them. Fantastic Five, Curtis Blow, some of those guys. Now I can listen to Bun. I can listen to Future. I can listen to, I can listen to Juice World if I want to. I mean, you know, I listen to everybody's records. I listen to everything new that comes out at okay. least once. If if, if 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 it doesn't do any like this Juice World record, I'm never gonna listen to it again. But I listen okay. to it once. The Future, mm-hmm. I like Future, so I'll listen to his again. You know what I mean? Okay. The new mm-hmm. Young Thug mixtape, kinda. I got into half of it, half of it that didn't write, but I like Thugger, so I'm, I'm I'm a little, you know what I mean? But when stuff comes out, I listen to it, and the the bottom line is that if there's something there for me to grab or learn, I'm going to learn. If I need to learn from Travis Scott, I can because he's there now. In the beginning, there was no Travis Scott. There was no Kanye West. <laughs> there was no Snoop. All of these right. guys came after me. So there was no way for me to learn. So I, I don't only grab my heroes from the past, but I also grab my heroes. They all kind of past, but I also try to grab hero, at least a little bit of my heroics from even people that's out right now. If I see them put it down like that, I'm like, but yo, you know what? he did that. It's fu- you know what's funny, though, is because you guys was doing your homework because you had to. Like you said, the tools wasn't as big as all the tools that the young people got today, but yet that's what carry you over to be able to, to get and take them and take them to a whole nother level. They don't even know why. Right. You know, uh, MCs today, they don't have a clue. And so that's interesting right. because as much as you know, it's like for me, I'm going a, I'm to a, uh, take the shortcut, but I'm trying to stay in the game. Right. You don't realize why I can't stay in the game because I took the shortcut. Right. And so that's something yeah. that I think, like you said, uh, is just missing because, they're chasing coins, and they're chasing what you said. They see the gimme, 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 right. and not understanding what are you what you grabbing. What are you grabbing? Yeah. And, I mean, you know what? If they don't want to last, I think what the – you know what? It's fair game if they don't want to stay. I, I always give an example. I got a brother, right, mm-hmm. and he made some great records for me. When I was when I was doing A&R at Universal, my brother – because I, I didn't do it my favor because he's my brother because I don't, I don't do that. But my brother brought me some dope records, maybe four or five of them, you know, spread out throughout three artists, right, that I that I had signed up there and got paid for it and took that money and bought some homes in Philly and never produced another record because he just okay. wanted to make some coins, okay? They were great records, and again, I would not have chosen them if they wasn't great records, but he just wanted to make coins. And if you're in it to say, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get popular, and then I'm going to shut down and open up some laundromats and open up some boutiques, I think it's fair game. If they're going to give you the money, take it. But if you're mm-hmm. in it for the concept of longevity, that's where it gets a little weird. 
because us as musicians, we get a little we get a little tight about that because you know I call myself a musician, but some of my friends play with Miles. Some of my friends are still some of the best musicians in the world. Vernon Reed is one of my friends. So okay. when I'm around that kind of musician, they respect me, but they respect me because I take my art as a sacred thing and I'm trying to do something with it on an artistic level. I'm hanging out with the the Tunde, well, Tunde passed, but Tahaka, um, you know, mm-hmm. Tahaka, I know Tahaka passed. That, that, those were the twins that was around Jimi Hendrix. I'm hanging around those guys. I'm hanging around. So, I have to deal with them on another level because those guys are musicians on a higher level than me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, right. But we take it kind of serious. And, and, and that's one of the issues is that the musicianship is not taken so seriously. And so the composition is very light. And light compositions mm-hmm. don't have weight. They don't hold weight and they have no mm-hmm. longevity because they light compositions. But compositions that have... Um, depth to them, they last. I always remember, um, I always tell, every time I see Kipper, Kipper Jones is a producer, and every time I see Kipper, I say, man, I, I still hate you. And, he's, you know, he laughs because we was on a panel one time, and I said, you know, I really started hating you guys, man, because they made that, they made I Want to Be Down, and they made Baby for Brandy. And that baby mm-hmm. record was ridiculous, right? And for us, it was ridiculous because those were not hip-hop producers. Mm. They were musicians who, who tapped into rhythmically where we were going, but there's still some incredible musicianship on baby. But it rocks. I said, man, I hated y'all because I heard that record. I was like, man, who made that record? You know, I'm ready for mm-hmm. somebody to tell me Pete Rock, Marley Mall, and it's Kipper and them. I skipping them that do the more and be records. So 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 that's what I'm saying. When when you take it seriously, you can even it's like as a producer, I've I've worked in multiple genres in this business. Mm-hmm. I made some really big reggae records. I've been I've been I made some big rock and roll records. I made some big disco records because I took yes the, the musicianship very seriously. But it's because I got heroes and people tell you but if you, you know go in the studio with me. I'm listening. I don't think the kids even know about musicianship. You know, like I work at a high school, and right now we have a hip-hop class. Right. And it's it's, it's crazy because Sonic Dude is teaching it. How <laughs> you teaching wow. it initially? And it's right. called um, hip-hop literature. So it, literature, mm-hmm. you're doing homework, so you have to take the heroes of it. And to me, it's just like... And so for me, I run a center, so I don't get a chance to go in there, but the kids, I'll ask them, and, you know, <laughs> right, right, them, right. like, hey, what y'all getting taught? What books y'all using? And so, you know, I'll right. ask the teachers to the side and say, hey, you need to go back to this. Uh, right. Listen to this and tell me, listen to the lyrics. You can dissect this. And so it's very um, right. interesting what you're saying about musicianship, musicianship, because I think, like you said, no heroes and musicianship change the whole frequency of what the kids listen to today oh, and how it it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's nice. It's dances that's added to the beat and all that. And it's some vocals. Right. So they got every, they got all of it, everything in there, but yet it's not leaving them with nothing that they can carry on and, and pass on and yet develop, like you said, and expand to rock and roll to all these different genres that created right. hip hop in the first place. So it's almost like you yeah, give I mean, it back to what it gave to you. We're a collage at best. 
You know, I tell mm-hmm. people all the time, I love what we do. I really, really do love what we do. But we have to be really honest about our beginnings, right? And our beginnings are two turntables and a microphone. That's our beginnings. It's not a drum machine. It's not a keyboard. It's none of that stuff. It's two turntables and a microphone. It's, it's guys playing in the park, finding what they call the get-down part or the break beat, whatever you want to call it, of a record, and another guy grabbing a mic and rapping on top of it. All of those records was already made. You know, we rapping on top of Good Times. Bernard and them had already made that. Sheik had already made that. We rapping on top of Funky Drummer. James Brown had already made that. But what we did is we added a different spin because Funky wow. Drummer never had a rapper on top of it. You know, Good Times, that's what Rapper's Delight became. Good Times never had a rapper on top of it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. hearing Good Times and them singing, we are the good times is one thing. But then by the time you heard Hank and them said a hip, hop, a hip, it, the hip, that's a whole nother thing now. And so that's what we are in the in the beginning. We didn't start making what they call original compositions, besides for Larry Smith. Larry Smith is an exception. When you listen to Houdini records, you're hearing original compositions most of the time. But that was the only ones. Houdini was, out of all of us, the only ones making original compositions. All the rest of us would make an interpolated composition, Run, running them with Walk This Way, um, 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 you know, um, um, Peter Piper is, is, is Bob James, Mardi Gras, Stethosonic talking all that jazz is Lonnie Liston Smith Jr. expansions and the list goes on and on and on and on. You know, we that's what we were doing. We were interpret if if we wasn't using the sample, we were interpolating the songs. What happened is that on a business side, people began to get sued, really more record companies began to get sued for the samples. So now you might take your music to an A and R guy and he'll look at you and says, Hey man, you know, there's no samples in this, right? Because they don't want to get sued. But guys are not musicians. So besides for maybe some stuff in the Bay and some stuff in the Houston in Houston, everything sounds cheesy. The Houston musicians got it in. You listen to them them UGK records, you know, Riding Dirty and all of that, them joints sound crazy because they have real musicians, N.O. Joe and all of them, and they're playing and really doing it. But a lot of these guys were just like, oh, I don't have no samples, so then they just start banging on a little keyboard. And half the music that you hear nowadays that they call hip-hop, that's what it is. Somebody in the studio banging on, yeah, there's still musicians when Zaytoven is ridiculous. Like Zay, a lot of people don't know Zay can play the way he can play. You know what I'm saying? But it's not a lot. Mike Will is ridiculous. A lot of people don't know Mike Will could play the way he plays. But it's those are far and few between in terms of the records that we hear, you know, just presently on the radio. But everything has its time. And I always tell people, don't even sweat it because it won't it won't stay. Hip hop will stay. But the light part of like that kind of stuff, it doesn't have good shelf life. And I tell that to people all the time. You, you look around. I told my son this, right? I got a, tw- a son. He's 27. I said, designer will never be back. He said, oh, man, I like designer. I said, designer will never be back. And I can look at a rapper and say, he won't be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he was most you know, definitely I, a one-hit wonder. Yeah, but I'm saying a lot of them are. They just don't know they are yet. <laughs> but it's it's it, be dropping we, gems on you man. What you gotta understand what we do with music, right? I mean, let's be real, man. 
Music is weddings and funerals, man. Let's keep it real what music really is, man. Music is the soundtrack to our lives. So nobody's going to allow yeah. something that just say, um, put it this way. I'm just as much of a, I, I mean, I, I'm not the great red alert type of DJ, but I DJ. If I'm in the Midwest, I'll put on the percolator, but the percolator don't mean nothing to nobody's life. <laughs> it don't mean nothing to your life. You're not going to get married and, and put on, it's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's just not going to happen. So mm-hmm. what music is to us is this is this warm, fuzzy type of thing, whether it's a, a Stevie Wonder song or a Public Enemy song or sometimes it's a J. Cole song or whatever, but they mean these things to us. And when you move some of that around, like this, it, it, we could, you, it might be fun. It, it might be fun. It doesn't weigh on the life. This is this is why, and, and and my friends understand now. They didn't understand that. This is why in the '90s I stopped listening to New York hip hop. A lot of New York hip hop I don't even know, and I'll, I'll be brutal. Now why is that? Why I don't you know. Stop? Because they wasn't soundtracking anymore, and I when I heard the click. Ford E40 and the click out of the bay and Richie Rich out of the bay and then the Fifth Ward boys in Houston and the, and then, you know, you don't want to talk about Scarface and them. And by the time I heard UGK, I said, man, you know what I'm saying? This is soundtrack and this is real life. The New York boys was throwing in a little drug talk. Most of them was lying. I'm 57, so I knew who was lying and wasn't lying. And I'm just like, man, why mm-hmm. are they doing that? You know what I'm saying? When I when when I had beautiful records like Slick Rick's album that just talked about situations and things and Public Enemy that just talked about situations and things and I'm like, why are they not doing that? Why are they just it's just it's 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 so surface. The the thing that's getting them by is that they dope rappers. DMX is a dope rapper. Pun was a dope rapper. Biggie was a dope rapper, and that's what got him by. But in terms of substance, it's not really much there. A, a now, are we bit talking of like late nineties? We talking late nineties? I'm early talking, 90s, I'm talking the early nineties. No, early nineties. Yeah, early nineties. I like early nineties. I like, but um, but that late nineties when that crew started coming in, it's really right around the time Def Jam changed guard. When Def Jam dropped the yeah, LL, yeah, the Beastie, yeah. the Public Enemy, and picked up the Ja Rule, DMX, Jay Z, everything switched up. Yeah. Like I'm not a Jay fan at all. Jay, my man, and all that, but he know that I'm not a Jay Z fan. I, I I say he say the same thing on every record. Don't the one I like is the American Gangster record because it's different. But other than yeah, that, how much more? Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's the first record. Most people's first record is going to do that. But yeah. then what do you say after that? Yeah. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But yeah. but when I moved to, the, when I started listening to the Southern Man, and I got deep with the Southern music, I got me, and Southern and a lot of West Coast, but not the L.A. stuff. Like, if I mention Andre Nicotina to most people, they don't even know who, who Nicotina is. But I started Trade listening off. to hip-hop. From 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 a different perspective, and I start hearing these boys soundtrack, and I'm like, this is what I always thought it should be. 
You know what I'm saying? When I started hearing how Bun and them talk, how Pimp C talk, I said, man, this is this is what I thought it was going to be because you got to realize what I'm raised on. I'm raised on Melly Mel going broken glass everywhere, people pissing on the stairs. You know, I just can't take I can't take the smell, can't take the noise. That's what I thought it was going to go to. And when all I hear them is what I got and how I bust my gun, I'm like, that's not enough for me, bro. It's not. And that and, and yeah, the Southern boys never they never got caught up into that. They never got caught. And when they did, like if you talk about like somebody like the Dayton boys, when they did, they was really that. Because I've been the yeah, place, a lot of people blame, and I've, I've been in Saginaw uh, and I've been in clubs with them. <laughs> like, and they was really that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, uh, you, you understand uh, what I'm trying to say? It's different. They they I'm they listening. blame Puffy for the changing of the guard of that man when the Maces came out and the, uh you know when Biggie started changing up his narrative on on, on rhyming yeah you know and, could and, be and Roots kind of talked could about be. it yeah the, the champagne could the be. champagne and you know could be. And all that man it could be yeah it the, could be the gold it really suits. could be yeah I mean it it really so, could be I mean I I haven't pinpointed it. Um, I would I would have to dig deeper. I just like I said, I I stopped listening to a lot of stuff because I just couldn't, and I still don't. I mean, there's there's there there may be one or two cats that come out of New York that I might halfway listen to, but I don't be listening to them because they don't be giving me what I want to hear. Like I could get more from Savage record, and I know he sounds like a fake Gucci man, you know what I'm saying? But still, Savage be talking, he be talking that stuff, and I be like, yeah, I get it. Like, I understand. I know y'all. I, I've been there with y'all. I get it. And that's all I be asking for out of, out of all of them. It's like, when I work with young artists, and I don't work with a bunch, but when I do, I say, man, just give me your heart, man. Don't give me what you think supposed to be on the radio. And all. Man, just give me your heart. If you got it, it's going to come out. If you don't have it, it just won't come out. But if you got it, man, just mm-hmm. give me your heart. You got your ear to the streets, man. I, I, I mean, you you really listen because you kind of answered my question, man, of how you feel about today's artists and everything. You, you kind of let me know, man. You listen to everything, you know. I didn't know, you know, you you left New York alone like that, but I understand, you know, it, it's a lot of stuff that that comes out that's hot garbage, man. Yeah, but I mean, besides Nas, what I got, what I got, it's like you know what you, being a New York rap fan is like. It's like me and football, bro. Guess who my favorite team is? The Jets. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> you live in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You live in San Francisco. You live in, in, in Minnesota. You laughing at me, man. Even the Panthers are laughing at me. <laughs> Even the Falcons are laughing at me. You know, I got nothing, but it's my team. I love them. You understand what I'm trying to say? So I'm holding on, but I got I to gotta be real about what I got. If I'm talking about New York, I know a lot of people say Jay. I, I don't look at Jay like that. But, yeah, I do have Nas. I got Nas, but what else I got? I got the locks, but Jada never did that thing. He was supposed to do that other thing, Jada. Come on, Jada. J. Cole's bigger than you? Come on, Jada. Knock it off. That boy rap rings around J. Cole. He'll rap rings around Kendrick. 
but he didn't do that thing, so we never got to see it manifest. So, you know what I'm saying? I got nothing. I got no, I mean, I love them. I love them because they're they're my brethren. I'm a Brooklyn-born boy. I love them, but what are you, what are you, they're not bleeding, man. You guys are not bleeding. They're not. Fabulous, it's been a long time since Fab bled. Ain't no blood on the tracks. It's just pure water. That's what I want to see, man. I just want to see them bleed. That's the one thing that you got to get these young boys, man. They got nothing, but they bleed everything out. They bleed everything out that they got, everything. So if they in some drug-influence-induced, I take these pills, I put, they bleed it all out. And it's either going to be accepted or rejected, but let's be brutally honest. Art still imitates life, so it ain't Trippy Red making nobody do nothing. It's the people that did it, and Trippy Red is just trying to copy them. We all do the same thing. I don't know one artist that will come out and tell you that, oh, I'm creating this. We ain't creating nothing. It's what we see. Yeah, and we just going to rap I, about I what we see. Yeah. I agree. Well, there, there has been no creativity, really. To come out, man. When y'all made albums, man, y'all made albums and stuff. And then you had the skit generation. Everybody came out with skits. Then everybody came yeah. out with talking about uh, drinking and stuff like that. Then everybody <laughs> emulated <laughs> the South, you know? Right. It, it was crazy. I mean, there's that's... no real concept yeah. anymore. No, so but it, it, it'll, it'll come back in its own way. You know, people say, oh, what do you think? You know, you think the old stuff. No, the old stuff's not going to come back. And if you listen to my new records, I don't sound like I used to either. I don't sound like these young kids, but I don't sound like them, you know, like I used to. It's something else that's going to happen. I've been, I don't know, since 2015, I've been on this almost brigade of just trying to nudge my fellow MCs back in. So a few of them are coming back into the fold. I don't know if you guys heard uh, I think it's been about four days ago. Uh, Light and um, Positive K dropped. Um, I got that. I was just gonna try yeah, to talk so, about so that. they got they got, they got a new, new they joint. got a new joint. Yeah. Um, Az just did a new joint. It's really a freestyle on the on the G rap thing, but that's hot. I heard it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, so 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 yeah. I'm nudging them. I'm nudging. I mean, you know, I'm I'm making full albums. I'm on my fourth joint. You know what I'm saying? But. I'm yeah, nudging yeah. them because mm-hmm. every time they see me do an interview or whatever, I'm just always talking about just creating a space for the for the classic MCs. No, uh, it, 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 it's not the same space that everybody else is occupying. I do believe that we should be on adult contemporary radio, though. I mean, I think we should be there, and I think the only reason we're not on adult contemporary radio is because we're not making anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know yeah. that by some of the people I ask for features on records, because there's some people I ask for features on records and they deliver right away, and there's some people I ask for features on records and it, it either never comes or it comes super late because they, I think they're a little gun shy about, you know, what's mm-hmm. happening. You know what I'm saying about 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 you know doing it. You know me, I I, I don't have no qualms about it. I'm 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 already there. I'm nicer than I ever was. I, I spit flames, so I am, I'm not worried. But it mm-hmm. took me a while to get to that, you know what I'm saying? And and I just want to try to see if, if, if somebody else would join me in the process. It takes a minute. It takes a bunch of, you know, throwing away a bunch of rhymes and throwing away a bunch of beats and 
all of that kind of stuff, but then you find your way. And when I think about it real hard, I say, man, that's the same way it was in the beginning for us. You know, I'm talking about real early before we made records, when, when, when Treacherous 3 is doing routines at the Disco Fever and Flash might show up and, 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 and Love Buck Starsky, God bless the Jet, might show up and DJ and all of that. When you when you a little Brooklyn dude and you got your little group and you running up to the Bronx trying to get on stage to do something, man, you wanted it to be tight. And before you even went up there, you probably done went through five, six routines to try to figure out which one would be the hottest. What's your little break beat you're going to use and all of that kind of stuff. And I just feel like sometimes for us, now I'm talking about us now, we get a little bit more egotistical about who we are. I handle my career now like I'm a brand-new artist. The only time I don't handle my career like a brand-new artist is when I'm with Stetsasonic because I feel Stet has established themselves. So I don't have to really be a brand-new. I can be the daddy or Stetsasonic. But for me... I got to deal with this thing like I'm fresh. I can't deal with this thing like I'm grandfathered in. It, 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 nobody don't want to hear my ego. Trust me. It ain't about me saying, man, I've been here. I did this. I did this. Who you think did this? Who you think did this? It ain't about that. That's whack. That's so whack. <laughs> and nobody will listen to yeah, it. That's the other thing. You know what I'm yeah. And that's, that's a, oh, no. a... You got enough accolades to actually do that. It's a little problem with us. You know what I'm saying? I admit it for my brethren. It is a little problem with us. I spoke to a few of them and said, hey, man, I want to make some records on you. And they said, oh, man, you want to know, Daddy? You know, you want to know the problem is when we do put something out, nobody wants to play it. But I heard what it was. And I know, I see why they don't want to play it. I know because I, I've been through the process. I just. I can I can get to I, I tell people this I used to tell people this all the time I'm never gonna be whack again I may be inapplicable but I'm never gonna be whack and the only reason I'm not whack is because I I'm, I'm doing it the same way that I did when I started I listen to everything and that's the only way any of us became dope MCs because we knew Flash and that's how you gonna know out. we knew Fantastic. Yeah, we knew Fantastic Five was battling this one that's over here. And we knew before the Force MDs was Force MDs, they were Force MCs. And we knew the Force MCs just slayed somebody over here and all of that. And we knew who to step to, who not step to, when we're ready, when we're not ready. We've seen people win, lose, we won, lose, all of that kind of stuff. And you listen to everything that comes out. I don't care if it's Joe Ski Love or Rob Bass, and that stuff is soft, but you're still listening to it, you know? And that makes a difference. Yeah. You know, it makes a it, it makes a real big difference. And so if 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 a guy my age or younger, a lot of my peers are younger than me, is not listening to what comes out, there's no way he can find out where he fits. It's impossible. If he hasn't heard Meek's album, when it dropped, forget listening to championship now. You ain't listen to it now. It's, it's weeks later when it dropped. And then you keeping an eye out on who likes it, who don't, who's grabbing some of the instrumentals and doing freestyles on them, all of that. You know, Meek's first week of interviews, if it's Breakfast Club or wherever. If you're not doing that, then of course you got you ain't got nothing to say because you don't know where cats are at. And so you might end up saying something that somebody already said. You got to know 
your place, and and that's I feel like it's more important for us than anybody else. I feel like a young person could probably just wake up and write some rhymes because they're young. I remember I was like that, but man, when you become mm-hmm. a little older, nah, man, you gotta figure that out for real. You know, you you need to plan your route. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you're young, you ain't got to plan your route. If you get lost, you're just happy anyway because you out. <laughs> you older. You're like, man, I got to get home. So you got to plan your route. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the whole thing. And I just feel like, I don't know, man. I, I'm not sure if we're doing, and I know I went off on another tangent. I don't know if we're doing our job to the fullest or not. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we, I, just, I don't you, know. You, 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 you giving us some knowledge, man, because it's, it's a lot of things I had no idea about you, man. And, and you, you, you telling them, man, a lot of this information is very pertinent to the youth, man, that that's out here trying to get on, and you know, trying to get oh, their yeah. music played, and you know. Oh yeah, so it's, it's, it's I mean, very and those are the kind of young you're people that you're getting ready to see, man. You're going to see some of these young people that do study because, you know, they got a thing called YouTube that we never had, right? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? If I wanted to hear some uh, Jackie Wilson or some Elvis Presley or some Bob Dylan, I would have to search for those records and cassettes somewhere. You know what I mean? It was almost impossible. And, man, video. Imagine, I remember, man, going to New York and, searching some of them underground uh, record shops in the village Mm -hmm. to find VCR tapes of old, um, there was a show right around American Bandstand time called Shindig and find Shindig's thing so I could see performances and stuff. These guys could just dial it up on their phone. Or they got to go to YouTube and just search. So the tools, like I said, the tools are really there for them. If they if, if they want to really get um, established, but establishment if you um 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 I said something what's that line I said I said something about if you start with Jay Z then your reign is up, you know you you gotta go back further than Jay in them you gotta because you know prior to Jay in them. Man, it was some great MCs, man. I mean, come on. Who's better than Rock Him or G Rap or Kane? I mean, come on, man. This is some other word flipping. I can't do nothing. I'm, that's why I'm, I was in a group. And even the solo stuff mm-hmm. I do right now, I ain't trying to flip no words and stuff. I'm just doing what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you doing your you own way. guys like KRS One and all of them. Man, these guys are real lyricists. Like, yo. Did he really just say that? I was listening to Criminal Minded yesterday. I'm like, did he really? Was he really that young and actually made Criminal Minded and said that? I mean, yeah, it's he like he's giving you a paint. Yeah, he's giving you paint by numbers in hip hop. Yeah, but it's crazy. Like, and if you go back, imagine being 16 and studying G rap. But you know what, though, that you said that you brought that up. And you guys were like uh, like the super friends to me, you know what I mean? So you all had different mm-hmm. avenues, whereas Slick Rick was Slick Rick, Daddy O was Daddy O to me, you know what I mean? You were, right. you were an important element to me, you know? When I first heard you, 
I heard you on a whole different song than what I heard you on later, so even though it was you. You started out with a, here's a little story with an added surprise. That's when I first heard right, you. Right, <laughs> you know right. Right, 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 right. And I was singing that song and literally had to whisper it because of the what the content was about. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> you know? right. And then later on, I hear this, this Africa record. And I'm like, man, right, right. I went crazy. I went and bought medallions and patches. Everything had no idea it was both the same guy. Wow. And so that's the so it's shocking to hear you say something like, Man, those guys was word flipping and I, I picked a lot of cats that wasn't the most typical. I had Kooji Rap, but I also had the Jungle Brothers. Right, wow. right, right. I also bought Freestyle Fellowship and then heard you pop up there. Then I had two like right. people, you popped up there. You was popping up everywhere. I was like, right. Daddy O, Daddy O, Daddy O. Then I was like, oh, the old dad, the old dad, you know, was my favorite song yeah. on the Set the Sun Again for a gear record. I always okay. picked something that was different than the average person. So I was quiet right, right now, but I had to jump in because I can't have my heroes saying the other heroes is, you know, it's the super well, I mean, I just, I, just, I just think that those guys are so dope, and they gave me, they gave me so, so much to aspire to. I mean, especially cats like Kane, like, because Kane, Kane was from Brooklyn as well, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, some just some of the things that he used to do, he he just proved that hip-hop was here to stay, you know, and I loved Dada Rock, and I loved Kevy Cam from the Fantastic Five, and, and um, Whip from Fantastic Five, and um, Gangsta G from the Mastodon Committee. Like, I used to love yeah, all of those guys, Moldy and, and, and Silver Fox and all of them. I used to love those guys. But, you know, that's all before records, right? And, that, you know, those are the great MCs, but they great MCs before records came out. And when records started coming out, then it's starting to be a, a different kind of thing. And I just, you know, I just looked at that whole crew, man, um, just uh, the slew of the solo MCs that came out. Because, you know, they had a little bit more to hold up to. It's different now, I guess. But then groups were really the thing, right? That's how hip-hop started with groups. Hip-hop started with Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. You know, the Funky Four plus one more with DJ Breakout and DJ Barron. You know, Fantastic Five with DJ Theodore. You know, um, everybody had a DJ and it was a group. And usually the people were three, four, or five. The feel is four. You know what I mean? So so Crash Crew was six. Um, so it was all about these groups, and, and that's what made it fly because the groups would do the routines and then break off and do the solo thing, and it just made it. So to be a solo MC, you really had to hold your own. That wasn't an easy thing to do. And so and and in the very beginning I'd be brutally honest like making records wasn't an easy thing to we didn't know how to make no damn records man we coming off the street so we wasn't no recording artists we were rappers we were MCs so we yeah, didn't know how to make no records so, yeah, so we didn't know we don't, we don't, we don't know what we story. yeah we don't know what to do so imagine me not knowing what to do, and I got six other guys with me. Kane by himself. Yeah, he did have, you know, some DJ help and some record company help, but at the end of the day, those guys had to hold a different type of torch than a group did. 
and that's why I honor them the yep. way that I do. Like you know, because they just had to like Slick Rick just had to hold another kind of torch, man. Because that thing could have either been dope or failed incredibly. Could have flopped because the British accent and all of that. It could have yeah. went left where people said, man, get this yeah. guy out of here. So, you know what I mean? So that's why, it did that's well why for I love him, though, cause the way I love him. Yeah. You know? It did well for Slick, man, you know, because Dane, Dane and Dane emulated it. Yeah. And, um, you yeah, know, he yeah. Slick, Slick was coming up behind LL Cool J. You know, Cool J oh, yeah. came out before him, and he he, he had he had to deal with that impasse, man. You know, oh, yeah. his album came out a little bit after Cool J, so it was yeah. And then the thing with Ricky, Ricky was coming out of a group. Ricky was coming out of the Get Fresh crew with Dougie, so they was killing yeah. it as the Get Fresh crew with the you know treated like a prostitute and the show and all of that stuff, and yeah. then. You know, then he's got to do something on his own. So, like I said, I, I, yo, man, it was a lot, a lot to hold on to, and I, I respect those guys, man. I respect those guys a lot. You know, I mean, it's, it's just different. You know what I mean? It's just different. I mean, now I, I, I deal with everybody different because I feel like, besides the KRS One, I will toss all my peers today. None of them got nothing for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But. Is that you, uh, Jay? Or is that you, Daddy? You still there? Okay, we got a little dead oh. at the moment. James, yeah. you, you still there, James? Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, Daddy. Yeah, I hear you now, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So... Yeah. We gonna we gonna have to do a part two with you, Daddy O Man. You dropping a lot of gems. Hey man, anytime, anytime, brother. Anytime. I mean, I love hip hop, man, and I I like to see you know people like yourself to at least you know have an ear in on the core. You know, we don't. Let me tell you what I miss, man. We used to have what we call hip hop stations, not really stations, but hip hop DJs. Mister Magic, God bless the dead. Um, Lady B in Philly, Pink House, Red God Alert. Bless the Dead in Chicago. You know what I mean? Red Alert. We used to have hip hop DJs, so that would give us what? It didn't matter if it was three o'clock in the morning to six, or one o'clock in the morning to three, or, or late night stuff, whatever. At least we knew that hour or those hours were hip hop. The things that were going to be talked about was hip hop. All of those things. Now you got these stations claiming to be the home of hip hop and R and B, and the the concept of what the people on this particular radio show might know of hip-hop is not even heard. You know? You might not be mad at a new Future record, but you're saying, where's my Slick Rick along with the Future? You mean, you know, if it's an R&B station, R&B stations are going to play, you know, the new Tank, the new Chris Brown, Jacquez, and then you still might hear Keith Sweat. Mm -hmm. But then they don't give, we don't get no burns. (laughs) There's just no in LA is the only time I've seen it done. If you go to LA, LA still the same. So LA at any time a Snoop record to come on, a Dre record to come on, whatever. But so so, so anytime Yeah, yeah. But anytime somebody like yourselves, you know, you know, invite me in, I'm always there because 
you know, it's another kind of outlet that we didn't have in the past, right? Because you could take this interview and we could play it again. Most of the time back in the day, you couldn't play the interview again. You had to tape it on your boombox and, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm playing it yep. again, I'm playing it again for 10 people at most. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I, I, I welcome I welcome it because I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I mean, I want to say whatever I'm going to say before, you know, before my time is up and, I you know, I'm eating dirt like <laughs> other people. You know what I mean? And so, anytime, yeah. man. I, I just said that. I, I just a long way of saying anytime, bro. You want to do a part two? I'm, I'm, I'm with it. For real. Yeah, we, we're like gonna to do a part two because you talk about the songs and you know, I like to talk yeah. about songs and what albums meant and what they were going through. And I like to, I like to get into the schematics of the lyrics. Oh yeah. And a lot of people I'm, don't I'm, talk to the they, they talk they talk to artists. They say that I got this album come out. I got this album come out. Let's talk about the album. Let's get into the song. Right. Like you got a song yeah. called Played Out. I was just listening to. Right. And and you have a bar and then you're like not paying no one your notes. Played out. Pretend right. you don't read with your soul. Played. You know what I mean? I I get it. Right. Bar, right. And I like to yeah 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 the lyrics and and right and you know to me that's the book of the hip hop. Right. And, you know, it is. I, wanted, I mean, but you're yeah. right about that. You're right. I mean, that, that really is who we are. Even even with the new people, bro. I mean, even with the new people, it is about that. You know what I mean? Like, if you really get into it, it is about that. And that's why some people, again, I go back to what I was saying in the beginning. That's why some people just are not going to have this lasting power because they won't throw that thing. They won't bleed. And if you don't bleed on it, it's just water, and you know what they say, you know, let water roll down your back, all of that. It's just, it's light. You know what I mean? And and and, but even with the young people, man, when when they say something, and it's that stuff, you be like, yeah, I get it, like I understand, you know. So, it, but you're right. That, that is, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's where we are, right? That's, I mean, if if, if we didn't talk on record. Then we wouldn't be none. We're not singers, no disrespect, but we're not singers. That's why these artists come out the way they do, because no one holds them accountable for the bars. Very There's true. nothing to quote when you're interviewing, you know? Yeah, that's that's why in the last, I don't know, five years, at least four, I'm probably one of the biggest battle rap fans in the universe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I listen to the records. The stuff I'm listening to over and over is watching J.C. and Chilla Jones over and over. Like, what the hell? Like, come on. Like, Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, I tell people all the time, they say, man, you know, Dario, you sound good nowadays, man. You, you sound, you know what? I said, man, blame it on T-Rex, man. Blame it on Rex. Blame it on one of them. Because when I heard what you could do, you know what I'm saying? I'm listening to battle rap and I said, oh, I See, Rakim did something that showed us one thing. Like, Rakim showed us a certain kind of scheme. It was dope. And KRS did something that showed us a certain kind of scheme. It was dope. Chuck did something. You know, everybody did something to show us certain schemes. And even the guys that we go back with, like Melly Mel and them, showed us certain schemes. Battle rap, because there's no music there, I know a lot of people say, oh, it's glorified spoken word. It is not spoken word. It's so far from spoken word, I'm telling you. Battle rap, what they do with bars is it's unbelievable. And and once I heard them doing it, I was like, I could do that with words. Like, because I've been doing cool things with words, I think. You know what I mean? But when I heard them do certain things, I'm like, oh, I get it now. 
Like I see them do right. schemes. You know, a guy like Chilla Jones will do a scheme that'll last maybe ten or twelve bars, and and by the time it's almost like a a dope comedian, and it at the end he pulls it all together. And it's like mm. yo, like that was retarded what they did. So I start doing that because the one benefit I got that they don't have is I know how to make records. You know, that's one of the biggest problems with battle rap. Cats don't know how to make records. You can't name one battle rapper that went top 10, nothing, nothing. They Not one. Lux is dope as hell, Averb dope, all of them dope. None of them got hit records. There's not one battle rapper with a hit record. Wow. And and I've I've come to the conclusion that that's because they're just not made to make records. There's something else. But I learn from them. I learn a lot from them. And so that's that's how you become the bar for bar king. <laughs> Listening to them. Because if you had to go up against head ice or one of them these guys are gonna destroy yo, it's all about destroying you, man. <laughs> so you got to be ready, yo, because they going to come with it. You don't know if they're going to come with personals, jokes, whatever. And so I'm I'm probably never going to be a battle rapper, but I keep that in the back of my head as if I was. That's my approach. And so my approach is like I'm going at it like this, you know, with everything else I know. You know what I'm saying? With You know, try to be as traditional as possible. You know what I mean? But, that's just me. Well, Daddy O, we appreciate your time, man, spending with us, man, and, and, and dropping some gems. When we get you back here, man, we're going to have to get some more clarification, man, on these rock bands you was working with, too, man, because I had no idea you were okay. doing that. Uh, yeah, we oh, got no to get doubt, some more man. information on that and <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, that, that blew no me when doubt, you said no I was like, chili fella. I'm like, I got to look that one up, man, see who you produced on that one. Yeah, they dope guys. I like those guys. Good guys. All right, brother. So, so how can we get in contact? How, how can the fans get in contact? Well, I'm, profe- you, I'm, I'm Professor Daddy-O, one word, all over the internet. So if you just Google Professor Daddy-O, probably everything will come up. My Instagram, my my uh, my Bandcamp page, my Let me, let me tag my, you right uh, now. My Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, my, my, but I, I, I do a lot. I do a lot on Instagram, and then I think I get a little more personal on Twitter, and then I get a little deeper and more personal on Facebook. Because Facebook is a more a more conversational type of thing. So you know, when we, you know, I, I like I like uh, I like interacting with the people on Facebook because they they more in my peer group. You know, because Facebook is mm-hmm. kind of set up like that. So, you know, right. I do some interesting things on, on Facebook. Um, um, and then, you know, on Instagram, I, I pretty much do it. I pretty much do everything. You know, a lot of times you see a lot of my new music. Today I didn't do myself. Today I did AZ. AZ got a new joint out, so I dropped that. I put another little clip in there from this movie he did where he, you know, tells the fans basically that he learned by watching me. You know, a lot of people don't know that, but, um, so I put that in there, but, uh, and then the next couple of days, I got to do some personal stuff because I'm going to Atlanta to shoot a video and I'm actually, I'm kind of doing a, a open call for people to come out if they want to come out 
So I'm I'm gonna do some of that in the next couple of days. But we, you know, I'm shooting videos all the time, I'm making records all the time. I just I just completed two videos, shooting another one, um, on well, basically the whole weekend, and um, you know, just back in the lab, finish some things up. I write every day. I just, I love it, man, because I, I could do way more now than I used to be able to do, bro. <laughs> Back in the day, I used to have to wait to get in the studio and all that. I mean, right now, I can just pull my <laughs> mic up right now and 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 kill it. I just, I, it's not finished. Like, my next album is called PTSD. It's all about mental health, so I got two records to do. I got this Rubber Room record to do, and I, I had to do the suicide record because how could you talk about mental health and not talk about suicide? It hurt. But I finally figured it out, so I'm doing that, and um, that other last record, and I'm done on that one. Um, and, you know, What's up, man? Just working, man. Well, just I have working. your math to, to get in yep. contact with you now, and then, you know, uh, D, he has the information too to your people, so we're gonna get it back okay, in, man. We're gonna try to get you in, man, early February, man, and and, and we're gonna okay, finish man. This just let me know, up, like man. I said. Like I said, man, anytime, anytime. And we appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to us, man. You're welcome, man. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out, sir. Peace. That was the incredible daddy-o from Stephen Sonic. We're going to have him back, man, because we want to talk some more about, uh, you know, that these uh, – artist that he's dealt with, man, he's uh, worked with, and he want to talk to him, man, and get some more info on that, man. I'm sitting here looking for a song, and I thought I uploaded it, but apparently it didn't come in, so we're going to have to, <laughs> yeah, I, I got some new music, man, I, you know, my man Daddy, oh man, he, he, he talked to us, man, I, I ain't tripping, he talked to us, man. And um, I enjoyed that greatly, man, him, him coming in and, and blessing us with them gems and letting us know shit that we didn't even know before, man. He he came in and brought it in for us, man. It was some other personal shit I wanted to talk about today, but we'll get to that later. Let me get to some of this music because we got 30 minutes in the show. And I'm, I'm going to hit y'all with a classic um, obscure Stephasonic uh, piece, man. Um, it ain't the one I wanted to play per se, but I'm gonna let y'all hear this one anyway. Um, aside from that, um, Indigo, welcome back. I, I see you had dropped a call, but we got you back. And um, we gonna nod the head for a minute, and we'll be right back. So, nod hey, yeah. in the atmosphere as there's a time and place for everything that's under the sun this is the time and the place that we have some fun now take a sec to check the pedigree of the band that spell s-t-e-t the rhyme raider delight the r-o-d and those are keys my brother dbc wild fruit Quan, and my dj paul we're putting competition back up against the back of the wall me and the band that i just mentioned present to you our new Looking out, we thank you very much, y'all. Uh, Eat this style on the court, will not, you 
to the letter with a hip-hop band Of America, London, and even Japan And you surely will admit by being a fan Nobody else does it like we can No matter what, it's truly a gamble I excellence is proven by example The lady smile while the body's on shampoo Back off, but this you can't handle The rhythm home voice is definitely ringing The beats and rhymes are the chords that are tingling So grab your girl, let's start the jam But at the helm is a band A verbal grenade and a rhyme that's equipped as a barricade. Cool and clever, crack I never. With my crew, I will never sever. Brooklyn, New York is our hometown. That is the place we always throw down. And every night a party goes down. And when it starts, it never slows down. We boogie to the DJs nonstop to the sound of the Brooklyn hip hop. And if you've ever seen Brooklyn rock, rock the nonstop break.
I say this is a classic case of who's having what. Yeah, I think you're right. Yourself. I 
a doubter. I'm new and approving what they make the space shuttle louder. Well, let me break it Brooklyn raw. My precious thing is what Harry Potter and all of them been looking for. You talk like that to the man, baby, you gon' carry. The guy you gonna marry, have you singing like Mary? I don't think you know what MC Light really deserves, but I swear to God, you know how to work a sister's nerves. Now that's pimp training, called campaigning. It's my own identity. I'm the black Mac Damon. Well, I'm straight diva, and I give men fever, but I'm still not having it. still ain't having it either. Everything is lit now, no rubber bands, I need a hundred bands just for a sit down Head to toe in the skip now, smoking dope in the stiff now Show them just how we get down, make them listen to this sound A blessing from the skies, my blessing came in disguise A blessing from the skies, my blessing came in disguise Y'all all gon' tell me one thing, I see the rest in your eyes This a lesson or a blessing, the rest is left for surprise I be on some shit now, everything is lit now No rubber bands, I need a hundred bands just for a sit down Head to toe in the skip now, smoking dope in this piff now, show them just how we get down, make them listen to this sound, that thing start ringing, have you singing like you Chris Brown, probably in the mansion with a Vance and pour Chris style, soon as I drop it, they gon' cop it, watch them take this style, waiting on the day, a hundred K up on my wrist now, check it off on my list now, I'm just here to get rich now, everything legit, cause everything is a hit now, about to roll up the spliff now, making moves in this big town, taking over this shit now, we the ones that get with now, I be on some shit now, everything is Lit now, no rubber bands. I need a hundred bands just for a sit down. Head to toe in this kiff now, smoking dope in this piff now. Show them just how we get down, make them listen to this sound. A blessing from the skies, my blessing came in disguise. A blessing from the skies, my blessing came in disguise. Y'all all gon' tell me one thing, I see the rest in your eyes. This a lesson or a blessing, the rest is left for surprise. I be on some shit now, flossing like I'm Mitch now. Got my hand on the grip now, stand up niggas, don't sit down. All I need in this life is sin, just me and my bitch. Now, only stacking my chips now. Turn my kid to a rich child. They ain't see it coming. Shout out to the ones who missed out. Come and see what this bout. I make these niggas switch route. I got these niggas sick now. They notice that I'm it now. Whip the form and through midtown. I'm as blessed as it get now. I be on my calm shit, but still I take your bitch now. I'm on my seven guard shit, so watch me as I flip styles. The money coming in more, so I'ma let my shit pal. They talking about what I do, but they ain't doing shit now. I be on some shit now. Everything is lit now. No rubber bands, I need a hundred bands just for a sit down Head to toe in this kiff now, smoking dope in this piff now Show them just how we get down, make them listen to this sound A blessing from the skies, my blessing came in disguise A blessing from the skies, my blessing came in disguise Y'all all gon' tell me one thing, I see the rest in your eyes This a lesson or a blessing, the rest is left for surprise Just for nothing. Yeah, yeah. This one's for the scholars and the OG pilots in the Harlem. Give us fifty dollars just for nothing. Yeah, yeah. This one's for the 
coming from my mama and my father. I ain't listen, beat me harder, and it turned me into something. Shout out to my partners and robbed me when I showed up 50,000 and I showed up every month. Oh, Lucifer be calling, I'll be hauling ass from him and that nigga steady coming and that nigga don't take lunch. Family think I'm richer than I am, they think I'm stingy and I am, I ain't surprised that they kidnap or kill me once. Nigga pulled up on me, pulled it out, he pulled it on me, walked away before he told me I'd have killed you as you run. When my older brother's struggling, shooting niggas hustling. Fuckin' niggas over and they give me for shit they done. So, this is for the rappers, the actors, the backpackers, the models, the own activists, and we don't know what they are. So. With the curveballs, I'm always focused. Eyeballs gone, but I'm still smoking. Uh, On the corner with the long shot, big block, stop the stretch, yeah. Hit the home run from Kaminsky to where the mess played. This not a 16, it's an essay. Bet me 50,000. It's nighttime, so we get to howling. G foul perks, calling artists. Niggas looking real far from Boston. I passed on cop in the loft on Jefferson Street. Just to stay in the hood. Two blunts, one eighth from good. Posted all on state to the woods, to the gardens, and public houses, parking pot, in and out of parking spots. Survival of the fittest, that's the ritual. We not near first aid kit, so I'm sick of you. Get the bigger view, let the poop, get the truth. Sick of lies, get into the money without the compromise. Ah, uh, where does my mind imprison me? They thought I was dead like chivalry Tell them leave off the chili cheese Hey, this really me Signs still deliver ghetto boys like Willie D Scarface, Bushwick, hood shit, you gon' respect it I tried to bless him, now he infected No iron present, no riding benches From higher henchmen to sliding mentions Man, I had to tell my mama I was tired of pimping Never got why I lie to women, they fried the business Treat bad thoughts like ain't shit friends Don't contact them, been that nigga since I started rapping Huh, I heard your shit and you hardly capping and partly active Like that, we have returned Naja Head Radio. Um, that last joint you heard was Chicago's own Vic Spencer, Tree, and uh, Chris Crack, uh, Lucifer Callin. Uh, before that, what was the name of this joint, man? That's too much shit, man. Uh, before that, we had what's it, David Bars and Showbiz Blessing. Before that, we had uh, Positive K and MC Light not having it. And they recently released this new joint with her, still not having it. And um, it was positive KMC light man. And you can hear the difference in their voice, man. How how um, age has changed them and shit, man. They they were hella young when the first joint came out. And then you know here we are, 2019, 
uh, years later, years, years, years later, almost like 20-some years later, still not having it. Um, before that, positive, not positive, okay, I'm sorry, uh, Stepsa, Sonic, Go Stepsa. And I got some more shit, man. I, I, I couldn't get it all in, man, but I, I wanted y'all to hear some of this shit. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of music, man. I, I get a lot of music, man, every day. So I'm, I'm just piecing together shit that I didn't play last year, 2008. I'm, I'm putting in, trying to let, get you up on it, man. Um, I don't want y'all to go without hearing this Ghostface, man, this uh, Ghostface and Sarface. Uh, we're going to play that in the last four minutes of the show, man. But I want to thank Indigo uh, for blessing us on the mic today, man, and introducing herself. She'll probably be a regular um, on the show talking. Uh, of course, we still got Ja and myself. We'll be on here talking. Didn't get to what I wanted to talk to you about today. I know you guys saw the Internet, man, um, where the young lady was raped in the club, man, um, allegedly raped in the club. And um, she, you know, had it on video and stuff. We didn't get a chance to talk about that. But uh, maybe if it's still uh, relevant um, the next time we own, which possibly will not be until February the 6th, as we will be gone um, on the 30th Wednesday next week. We'll be at the Subterranean. Uh, We'll be checking out Classic MC9. He'll be at Subterranean Wednesday. Saturday in Chicago uh, will be at the Promontory. Yeah, there we go. Saturday, we'll be at the Promontory um, in Chicago, Hyde Park. Uh, if you want to meet us there, we'll be there. We'll be the brothers with the cameras. Uh, we'll be checking out Kid and Play at the Pajama Jammy Jam at the Promontory. So that's where we'll be Saturday the 26th. You will not hear from our lovely voices again until February the 6th, whereas we will possibly have Cormega on the show. This will be his second appearance to the show, and uh, we'll be talking about that. Um, and his new music, he had an EP out. We'll be talk- discussing that. And we will have Daddy again, possibly on the 6th again, with Cormega um, in the first hour, maybe the second hour. Depends on what his schedule looks like, man. Um, yeah, man, it was a good show, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, there will be another simulcast. Uh, you can check it out on Blogging Head Radio. It'll probably pop up a little, uh, like about 25 hours later, but it'll be there. Um, yeah. So that's what's popping. That's what's going on with us, man. Uh, it's going to be a good year for y'all, man. We're we going to try to keep it moving. Um, I'm going to have less commentary from myself. I liked Indigo, man, the way she was she was talking. You know, Silent, Silent J and myself, we'll still be here. But, yeah, it, it, it's a pretty good show, man. I hope y'all enjoyed it yet again. And um, with that, man, we're going to let y'all sign out. And I'm going to hit y'all with one of these ghost face joints or whatever else I could, the sour face and Ghostface, um, and whatever else I can sneak in within six, six minutes, man. So nod your head. We'll see y'all on the 6th of February. Um, we might, If we do come on the 30th, man, it's only because we didn't go to the fucking nine show, but we will be there. Again, if you want to see us, meet us Saturday at the Promontory uh, for the Kid Play Jammy Jam, Promontory and uh, Hyde Park. Check that shit out, and nod your head. We will see you soon. Peace. Oh, Sarface, Ghostface, Savagely Attack. Album coming out February. Can the Super Friends find the right superpowers to subdue the unseen specter that's terrifying the Metropolis? Watch as they meet the Ghost. There. Nasty looking fellow, isn't he? Wait a minute. I've seen him somewhere before. Uh-huh. <laughs> Savagely Attack. 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 Savagely Attack.
neck like a DDT, B Street Waymo, spitting on your name, rhymes travel on the ground like it's written on the train, my position in the game, top dog, rock hard, fuck with everybody in your hood, it's not y'all basic, live broadcast from the ER, we are, talk of the town without the PR, savagely attacked us, rap master craftsman, pack them in, twisting on the floor like a backspin, after him, y'all had to deal with the sun and deck, one of the best that hasn't done it yet, killer B, chopping up the track like a dealer B, Professor X couldn't test my ability, I came the motherfucking roof like heavy snow, act like I told you before, y'all already know. I wrote this in a GS Flex 95 to get that 95 my melody High low fidelity dots My whole team's having dirty like when Jeopardy starts I can't call it Unless we call myself diabolic I'm a writerholic I drink ink till I vomit I think till I'm catatonic And sick with a bag of chronic I'm bringing the mad demonic style All these rappers wanted I'm bizarre from bizarre bars Got you like a scimitar Wichita State X-Man I execute you You a dead man God willing I'm a not villain Getting top villain With my squad chilling Blood on the tracks like Bob Dylan Dying like a mob killing we already know the ropes, we be stepping over ropes Andre the Giant looking down at you local folks Okie doke, motorized vocals, yeah, it's practice Raised on a tape, the same color as Galactus <laughs> Testified. The homie looked me in my eye, told me he heard Smith and Wesson die. The statement takes us to a new zone. Fool the chew on, thinking when would they write up on our tombstone? Would they protect God's legacy or reject it? End of the day, respect's just a matter of perspective. We break bread with the apes, sat with the best sit and rep for the click like Sean Price resurrect. Back up in your playtime's over, niggas. Vacation had to end, now we're back to business. Back up on our own shit. It's Smith and West. Bet you jump back on a dip. They said take them back to the shining. No. But they don't know the shake that my mind's in. No. 
the game's different and my man's gone. Any song I put a verse on. Yeah, we build monuments across the continents. My continents can be conscious through our accomplishments. Thanks for your compliments. We ain't looking for accolades. At your age, jealousy be the reason the ratchet spray. Uh, with no laws, no order. Game take over, fourth quarter. Put it on a shoulder like a holster. Family ties, Costa Nostra. Been making rap tunes with Black Moon. Since the hooky parties in the back room. Used to be low life to be set. Now it's just all blood and crip set. Yo. 60 seconds left in the show. That was Smith and Wesson Testify. Album coming out next month. So we got Zarface coming out. Zarface versus Ghostface coming out next month. Testify with Smith and Wesson coming out next month. Um, be on the lookout for Vic Spencer's album. Uh, Special 38's got a new album coming out, man. Um, I got the EP uh, today. I was listening to it on the way to the gig, man. Um, it's a lot of shit coming out, man, this year, man. Looking like a good year for hip-hop, man. But, Joe, Naja here Radio, uh, we will be back on February the 6th, uh, where we will have Cormega on the show. Again, Wednesday the 30th, we'll be at the 9th show at sub On the 26th, Saturday, we'll be at uh, Promontory, man, for the Kid and Clay Jammy Jam. Um, that's all in Chicago, man. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. Naja here. Peace.